The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Daf Tetzayin. Today's daf is being studied by Yonah Shvat Avraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tnihanu Bidin Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Rufuah Shelema. Yosef ben Sarah. Rufuah Shelema. Rahamim ben Aden. Rufuah Shelema. Sarah bat Rachel. Vegam Rufuah Shelema. Rachel Haya Bat Salha. In the Refanelahim, in the Refanelahim, in the Refanel for the Nefesh, or for the Goof. If we attempt to be in the Summer Omar, Amen, we begin from the new Perek, Haisha Shinit Armela, starting from the first Mishnah. Haisha Shinit Armela, a lady that became widowed, or Shinit Garisha, or she became divorced. He omerit Betula Nesatani. She comes along and says, listen, when you married me, I was a betula. And therefore she wants ketubah 200. According to the ketubot, that's uh, given to a betula. Vehu omer lo ki ela almana nesatich. No, when I married you, you were an almana. And therefore, I'm only giving you uh, 100. Now, that she comes along and says, She's coming along to get her ketubah. She's claiming ketubah. Who omer? Now, he can only have a claim in the divorce case. And it garisha But if she became a widow, obviously the husband's not around to give a counterclaim. So who's giving the counterclaim in the widow case? The children. The Yorshim. They don't want to give the uh, the mother the uh, 200. We'll give you from the estate 100. So that she says, Almana, in the case of Almana, Hayorshim Omrim. The Yorshim tell her, Almana Nisa'ak Abinu. Listen, our father married you when you were in Almana. Now, the question is, what do you mean? Just take out a ketubah. Look at the ketubah, what the ketubah says. So that she tells us, Ushtar a ketubah avad. The case is talking about where there's no ketubah. Of course, there was a ketubah over here. Open the ketubah, see, was she a betula, was she not a betula? So that's the situation over here. He's claiming over here, I married you, you were an almana. You were a widow when I married you. Therefore, you don't deserve a ketubah more than 100. She comes along and says, betula. I was a betula, therefore I deserve 200. So the Gemishnah says, Im yesh aedin yatsat behinnuma. If you have witnesses that saw that she went out with Hinnuma, we will wait for the Gemara to interpret what is this witnesses that see her going out with Hinnuma, and they saw that before she was married, to this guy, her hair was uncovered, meaning her hair was uh, draping down to her shoulders, like was the derech of Bitulot, before they got married, the hair was uncovered. So Ketuvah Matayim. So then a Ketuvah Matayim, based on that testimony that she... Meaning her uh, hair drapes down to her shoulders. That was a custom. And they used to take him out to the wedding. They used to take him out with the hair uncovered. So if there's witnesses that saw that, or the Mishnah says, Even giving out of the 
kaliot, the roasted wheat, uh, is also an ayat. The weddings of Bitulot used to give the kids kaliot. Right? So therefore, if you saw that at the wedding, you say, oh, remember the wedding, they were giving out these roasted uh, wheat over to the kids. That's already a sign that she was a Bitulah. That she says, Afkhanut kaliot, you lahrok kaliot, letinokot bin su'eh. Good. Now the Mishnah goes on to a different point. Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yoshua agrees that the Gemara is going to discuss. What do you mean? Who's discussing agreeing over here? Agreeing to who? Umode Rabbi Yoshua. So the Gemara will analyze exactly this language. Umode Rabbi Yoshua. A guy goes to his uh, friend and he says like this. This field over here originally belonged to your father. But I bought it from him. In such a case, we believe him. Using the principle the Mishnah says, Now let's explain, what is this principle? Literally means the mouth that forbade is the mouth that permits. Which means, we're talking about a guy over here, he has a field. Nobody's contesting that he has this field over here. He's living on the field, it's his field. He comes along now and says, on his own. He comes along and offers information. You know what? This field over here belonged to your father. And then he comes along. So now he's all said. He's really saying it's not his field. It belongs to his father. But then he comes along. And he says, but what? He sold it to me. So the same mouth that was all said is the same mouth that is now being matir. Now the reason why he has a ni'manut is because of a migu. He didn't have to open his mouth at all. He could have kept quiet, but he's not asking him anything over. He came and offered information. He should know this field over. Everybody assumed it was his field. He's coming along and saying, you know, that this belonged to your father originally. Who asked you that it belonged to your father? What did you, what did you even have to open your mouth for? He could have, he could have kept quiet. So, and he came along and then said, but then right away he... Uh, continued and said, Mutad that belongs to him because he bought it, so therefore he has a Ne'emanut. That's the concept of a Pesha Asar, Hapesha Tirashi. Shapesha Asar Zeh, Eno Yodeya Shaitashil Abif, which means we don't even know it belonged to this guy's father, El Alpif. Only according to this guy's own testimony, Shazir. So whatever he was also said, eventually he was Matir. <coughs> but let's say we know that it belonged to this guy's father, not on his testimony. We know from witnesses that it belonged to the father. That cousin says, Yeah, but I bought it. Now he's not anymore. Now he has to bring proof already that he bought it. Because you have witnesses that come along and say this field belongs to so and so, now you've got to bring proof. We're not going to just take your testimony. That's not a case of Pesha. You weren't the Osir. I have witnesses that are being Osir. So therefore you need proof to say that you are the actual owner. Comes the Gibran says, Go back to the first case in the Mishnah. She's coming along and saying, Listen, I was a Bitullah. He's coming along and saying, No, you weren't a Bitullah. So the only way she's going to get her Kitubah 200, the Mishnah said, is if she can produce witnesses. So the Gibran makes a diuk. That's only because she was able to produce witnesses. Either that she uh, went out with uh, uncovered hair, or they gave out the kaliyot at the wedding. But if there's no witnesses, we're going to believe the husband. So comes the Gemara says, Must be our Mishnah is not going like the Ban Gamliel. Remember we learned in the previous Perek, that when it comes to the Ban Gamliel, the Ban Gamliel said, that we always believe the claim of the lady. 
which means she has a ne'emanut. For example, when she comes along and claims that she is a bitula, we trust her. Abayim always has a ne'emanut on the lady's side. So the question is, why? So this was says, Masmad, you don't believe the lady, you're believing the husband. So it comes the Gemara and says, must be, it's not like Rabbanga Look at Rashi. Right? They saw going out with this Hinuma. So therefore, so then we say But if there's no witnesses, we're going to believe the husband. We're not going to say. We don't know what she was on the day of the wedding. That's the mahlukah of it, right? Maybe I'll say. Well, according to the Bangam Leel, he always worked with the concept of. Listen, the Hazakah, the status was what? She was a Betulah. So therefore you can assume that what? She was a Betulah. And therefore we see this Mishnah, you're not saying that. We're saying what? You believe the husband that she's not a Betulah. It goes against the bank that always went with what? You go with Hazakah. So the Gebrah says, Like it even say that the Mishnah is going like the Ban Gamliel. Where did the Ban Gamliel and the other Pedic give the Amanu to the lady? Because that was a case over there where she was certain and he was misupak. Let's take the example of the case where she, he comes along and says, listen, you're not a betula. She comes along and says, Listen, you're right not a betula. But when did I not become a betula? After I got engaged to you. And therefore, which is your field got the flooded, but if I want the ketubah, now she's certain what she's saying. He comes along and says, well, I don't know. I don't know if it happened after we got engaged or it happened before. So therefore, that's the case of Bari Vishimeh. So in the case of Bari Vishimeh, where she's a Bari and also you have a Hazaka, that what? That she's a Betula until the latest point. So therefore, then the Bagibli will say what? She has a Ne'emanut. However, Avalacha, Bari Ubari, Lo Amar. Here it's a bari bari. Here, there's nobody that's sefik. She's coming along and saying, I'm telling you, I'm certainly a betula. And he's certain also. He's not, he's not sefik. He said, I'm telling you certainly, you were an almana. In a bari and a bari, when both sides are certain, then the bangim is not going to even go with hazaka, even though you have hazkat, that she's a betula. I'll only factor in the hazkat betula and add it to a bari claim. However, when you have two baris on both sides, the bangim is, there's obviously a, a very great distinction between the two cases. So great is the distinction, the Gibrat doesn't even understand now what was the question? What was your question even to ask from the last Pedic uh, to this Pedic? So the Gibrat says, Udekarila, my Karila. The one that asked the question, what, what was he thinking? Which means, of course, the case of the last Pedic was a Bari Vishimme, and this case over here is a Bari Ubari. Of course, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no there's, uh, uh, comparison. Gibrat says, no. What's the reason why the Gibrat asked your question? Ha Bari Ubari this is a case of bari ubari, and therefore it's, it's obvious it's a different case. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, Kevan derov nashim bitulot nisot. Since the majority of ladies that get married are bitulot, ki bari medami, which means I would have thought that it's considered like a bari veshem. I might have thought that her claim has more substance. Why? Because since the majority of ladies that get married are bitulot, so I might have said when she comes up and says I was a bitula, she has the stronger claim over here. And when he comes up and says no, you an albana, maybe I would say his claim is like a shemme. Yeah. And if a kabash valan, no, that really it's a bari and a bari. And if even according to the bangam liel, without witnesses, you're going to give the emanu to the husband. Comes the Gemara and says, 
It makes sense to say that indeed Rabban Gamliel is going to say that we trust the husband in this case, what there are no witnesses. Midiketani, oh, from the fact that it says at the end of the Mishnah, Umodeh Rabbi Yoshua. Right? Now, we know the Yoshua in the previous period was always the one that argued on the Ban Gamaliel that always said, Enon Iman. We don't trust, we don't take the lady, right? Now, here the Mishnah said at the end, Umodeh Yoshua. Now, Modeh Rabbi Yoshua means he concedes to the Bank of the Hill. Mm-hmm. So we have to understand, Umodeh, what is he conceding to? So Gabbana says, I amat peshlama, aidi the Bank of the Which means, if you learn the Resha of our Mishnah, that Rabban Gamliel is agreeing to the Yoshua, meaning, the beginning of the Mishnah is saying, that Rabban Gamliel will say, that when you have a bari and a bari, the husband is the iman, and we don't believe the lady, that's a concession that he's agreeing with the Yoshua. So therefore now we understand the same by the Mishnah, where it's saying, and the Yoshua will agree with Rabban Gamliel in this case. Which is the Gemara is going both ways. The first part of the Mishnah is saying that Rabban Gamliel is saying what? Well, in this case, the husband is Neiman and the lady is not Neiman. Who would that be like? That's consistent with the Yoshua. So it's as if the Mishnah is saying like this Rabban Gamliel Then the second part of the Mishnah says, So it's consistent in the Mishnah. Rabban Gamliel is agreeing to the Yoshua in one case, and the Yoshua is agreeing to Rabban Gamliel. In another case, Elai, Rabbi Yoshua at the end of the Mishnah said, he's more there in the case of the, of where you're selling a field, right? So he's going to say what? In that case over there, you believe the uh, the claim of the guy, because HaPesh Chasar, HaPesh Shetir. Well, I'm going to see exactly what, what, what that means. But the point is, it's consistent in that the Bible agrees to Rabbi Yoshua, and then Rabbi Yoshua agrees to the Bible. Look at Rashi. Rashi will speak this out clearly. I Amar Pishlama. Aidi. That the first part of Mishnah is a he's agreeing or concession. Even though I argue with you in the last Perik on Bari right? I always take the Bari Modin Alach Bari Ubari. But I agree with you when they're both certain in their claims that what? The husband is the Iman. Now it makes sense why it says right after that, the Rabbi Yoshua Modin Rabbi Gamliel. Right? When a guy comes along and says, Listen, this field originally belonged to your father, but I bought it. Even though I argued with you on a similar case. Over there, in that case, over there, where she came along and said, Listen, I agree I'm not a Betula, but it happened after I was a Arusa. Even though she had a migu, because she couldn't claim over there and said I was a mukatetz, uh-huh. and still Rabbi Yosua says I don't care if she had a migu, she had a better claim. Still, we don't believe her. Lo meemna modira behay migu, but in this case, I believe with a migu. Which is migu? This guy could have kept quiet when he said, "Listen, the field originally belonged to your father." But then he sold it to me. Okay, this is yeah. good migu. The guy could have kept quiet. So therefore, for some reason, which the Gemara will explain, the migu of the last period of Mishnah Enastini Mishnah Erastani, 
Ne'enasti, Tere Biyushas says she should not believe Even though the Chavra, she has believability. Why? Because she could have came along and said, listen, I'm a Mukat Eitz. What's she called? Mukat Eitz? That's a better claim. And so she didn't say that. Tere Biyushas says it doesn't matter. She's not Ne'eman. But Tere Biyushas says, even though over there I argued with you, even though it was a Migu, in this case where there's a Migu, I agree with you, we're going to take, we're going to believe him. So they was very good. The Mishnah is consistent. The Bag Gabriel is more dead to the Biyushu and the Risha. The Biyushu is more dead to the Bag Gabriel in the Sefa. Ela i Amar. But if you're saying what? That the first part of the Mishnah, which means is not going on the Bagamli, I mean the Bagam is not Modeh to the Biyoshua, the Biyoshua Leman Modeh. So what's the Gibbarat in the Mishnah end up saying, Umodeh Rabbi Yoshua? It's not, it doesn't flow. Yeah. So comes the Gibbarat says, Nisabat Rabbi Yoshua, Ahai Pirkin Ka'e. What do you think over here that Rabbi Yoshua is going uh, on uh, that Perik over there? He's not discussing that Perik. Amigu Ka'e. The, which is, you think he's going on our Perik now, which means Umodeh. You think he's going back on the Rishav, the Mishnah? Uh, this Umodeh Rabbi Yoshua is actually not reacting to what was said in the Rishav, the Mishnah. Umodeh Rabbi Yoshua is like something that was said in the previous Perik. Don't try to link the Rishav and the Sefa. Ela Umodeh Rabbi Yoshua is really, it's, like, it's almost like an out of order. It should have been said over there. Now we're saying it's really going back on a case that we had in the last Perik. Amigu ka'e, on the case of Migu, va'apirkin kama ka'e. It's going on perik kama, perik lishon. On what? Ahaya, in which case? Well, idema aha. Maybe it's going back on this case. Haita me'uberet. Right, one of the cases we learned above, we had all those mishnayot. The case was she was pregnant, right? Ve'anula matiboshet obarze. Now Esther, who did you get pregnant from? So she says, me'ish peloni ve'chuenu. She comes to her, don't worry, the guy was a queen, he's legitimate, amutar, for the amutar of the kehuna. Which means the one that I went with was a kasher. The bank of the ever be Lazar Umrim. Wait a minute. Right, the bank of the said we believe her. The bi Yeshua Omer lo mepia anu haim. We don't believe her. Now, if that's the case, the Gemara says hatam my migu ika. But over there. She's not ne'emenet, she has no migu bichlal, why? Which means, she's pregnant. What could she have said? She's walking around pregnant, and she could have had another claim. What could she have said? That she's not pregnant? Over there, she's not ne'emenet, that's not a case where there was a migu bichlal over there. So that cannot be that case. We want to show you a case where Rabbi Yoshua didn't take a migu, but in this case, of the field, he takes a migu. So it's okay. What's the case? If the case is over, she's walking around pregnant, and they come along, they tell her, listen, uh, you know, who are you pregnant from? She says, don't worry, it was a Kohen. Okay. What, what could have she said? Give, give me a better claim. What is she going to say? No, I'm not pregnant? No. So therefore, that cannot be the case of migu. Ela, aha. Or must be going on the following case. Ra'ua middaberet imehad. Oh, they saw her talking. That was also a case in the Mishnah. Which means we learned one, according to one rabbi, I meant secluded with a, uh, with a man. What's the status with this guy that you're with? Just don't worry, he's okay. He's a Kohen. Same thing. Rabbi Yehuda said, we believe her. Rabbi Yehoshua Omer, lo mebiya anu haim. Now, hatam, my migu ika. Let's analyze. What migu, what couldn't she have said in that case? Well, hani hali zi'idi. According to zi'idi, the amar, my midabirit nistera. Right? He learned that the case, midabirit means she was just secluded. Migu di'iba ya amra, lo ba'alti. Which means, in that case, what did she say? I was nif'ilit, but he was kashir. She could have said, I did nothing. 
So they, maybe that's the bigu, which is according to Zaidi, we can understand, and still, and still the Yeshua says, we don't believe her. Yeah. Even though she has a bigu, because she came along and offered. She said, listen, I had a bi'ah, but uh, it was a tour kasher. She could have came along and said, I don't know if we had to do anything. Memna. So that will work. The case of Medaber was what? Nivainet, where she actually, they had witnesses that she had a bi'ad, but the was just a euphemism. My ika, my migu ika. What kind of migu? The witnesses saw that she had a bi'ad. What is she going to say? She can't say anything. So the ela, aha. So must be the case is going on. The following case. He omerit muket mukat etzani. Vu omer lo ki ela dirusat ishat. Right, that was the case. The guy married the lady, but got that she was a betula. All of a sudden, she finds it's not a betula. So she comes along and says, "Listen, uh, you're right. I'm not a betula, but uh, it was a mukat etz." And uh, he comes along and says, "No, no, no, no. no. This was mukat. It was not mukat etz. You went with somebody. You were dirusat ish. Those were the two claims. Now, the bank would never be lazar on him. The same case. If anyone says you take her claim, you believe her. The be a straw made lo mepia anu hayim. So comes the kibbutz and says, "Hata my migu ika. What migu could she? She's claiming what mukat etz. What better claim could she have had?" So the kibbutz says, "Bishtam." Now you remember we had a mahlokit in that case between Nabi Azar and Nabi Hanan. What were the claims over here? When she's saying mukatayets and he's saying dirusatish, how much was she asking for and what was he countering? So the Gemara says according to Nabi Azar that said the Amar demane velokelun. What the mahlok was she's claiming was was mukatayets. So therefore she holds. I get a hundred based on the opinion that says that if a guy thought she was a betulah, she ended up becoming mukatayets. Gets a hundred and he's claiming. No, this whole thing is mekah uh, ta'ut. I'm not giving you anything. So according to that, I understand. Migu di'i ba'ya amra mukat etz ani tahtecha ve'it la matayim. Ve'ka amra mi'ikara deleta ela maneh mehemna. Which means, she's coming along in this case saying, listen, you're right, I was not a betula, but it happened, I was a mukat etz. Before we got married. And therefore, you're right, you married, ended up marrying a mukat etz, therefore, uh, I get a hundred. She, she had a migu in that case. You know what she could have said? She could have said, yeah, I was a mukatayetz after we got married. And therefore, it's like the case of what? It's your mazal. And therefore, I get to 200. From the fact that she didn't claim that, she said, listen, nah, I'm there. It happened before marriage. He's coming along and saying, no, 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 no. You did uh, ish. She could have came along and said, not I was a mukatayetz before marriage. That I only want 100. She could have said, listen, I was a mukatayetz after we got married. And therefore, get 200. So therefore, I understand she had and still what? The Yeshua says in that case, and name in it. So according to Rabbi Hazar, we understand where the Mikah would be. And Rabbi Yochanan, but if you remember, Rabbi Yochanan learned the case, the Amar b'Mataim Umana. She's coming along and saying, "Listen, I was a Mukat Eitz, and we're going according to the opinion that says what? That's a Mukat Eitz. She gets full Chituba, and he's coming along and saying, "No, no, no, no. I'm not giving you full Chituba. You're a you're a Beula, and this only giving you a hundred. So she's asking for the full." Uh, 200. So according to that, my migu ika. What could have she said? She's already asking a full, uh, full claim. So there's no migu in that case. Ela aha. Ela must be the case of the migus going on. The following case. Hanose et isha. Velo matzala betulim. Okay, it's also a case in the Mishnah. Guy marries a lady, doesn't find betulim. He omitted, she comes along and says, what? Mishirastani nasty. Listen, you're right. But after I got married, what happened? She got the insaf, 
And therefore she comes along and says, V'nistechatha, sadeu. Right? And she says, listen, your field got flooded, which means it's your mazal, and therefore I shouldn't lose out to Ketubah. She says, before I knew you, nothing happened to me. All of a sudden I got engaged to you, now my, the mazal changed. So therefore I want the 200. It's like a guy buys a field, all of a sudden after he buys the field, the field gets uh, flooded. So it comes the camera and says, V'hu omed lo, ki ela achilu erestich. He comes along and says, no, 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 no. You already in the insa before. before the marriage, and therefore I'm not giving you uh, the kitubah. So, so comes the Gemara and says, "Rabagila be dazerom ni neeminet." Right? Again, Rabagila is consistent. Neeminet, we believe her. The Rabbi Yosua omed lo mepianu chayin. Rabbi Yosua says we don't believe her. Now Gemara says, "The migu." There's a migu in this case. The i baya amra mukat etz ani tahtecha. She could have long. She could have came along and said, "Not she was neinsa." She could have said mukat etz. Now, what is, why is that a better claim? So the better claim is delo kapastan afsham mekehuna. Because by saying Ne'insa, she's posel herself now to marry into the Kehuna. Because a queen cannot marry a Anusa. So she wanted, she could have said a better claim. She could have said, listen, you're right, it's your mazal. After I got married, I became a Mukat Etz. That's a better claim for her. Because now already she's, she's at least coaching herself up to the Kehuna. A queen can marry a Mukat Etz. It's still considered a Betuna for a queen. It's not considered a psu for a queen, a Mukat Etz. So now the question is, oh, and still what? Rabbi Yeshua said, in an eminent. So therefore, the camera, what did she say instead? Ne'enasti. She said, Ne'enasti. 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 And that's why, by the way, the Banyan said she's believed. Because she had a migu. Meaning, let's review. She really has a hazaka that she was a betula. Plus the fact what? That she said. She also has a migu to support her claim. Because she could have said a better claim, and therefore she has believability. And still what? Which means, in this migu over here of the field, I'll agree to you. Which means, when the Mishnah said over here, it was going back on that Mishnah, the last Perik. Which means, in the case over there where the lady came along and said, Listen, I'm, I'm not a bit too loud, but what happened? Mishnah Rasti, from when I got engaged, Nasti. Oh, so the Bagamir says, You know what? You believe her. You know why you believe her? Number one, there's a Hazaka there that she was a uh, Betula until that point. And, and, she had a better claim. She could have claimed over here a better claim. That was just the believability factor. And still over there, the Shua said, I don't go with the Migu. But I can see to you, I will take a Migu in the field case. When a guy comes along and says, Listen, the field originally belonged to your father, but he sold it to me. Migu that he could have kept quiet and not said anything, so therefore he has believability. Now the question is, what's the difference? This is a Migu and that's a Migu. Which means, if, if, if Migus create believability, so therefore you believe in both cases. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. What, what, what's the Hiluk? Why are you more in this case more than uh, that case? So comes the Gemara, that's the next question. So the Gemara comes along and says, Mechti, let's analyze. Hai Migu, Hai Migu. Which means, both, you both have better claims. Why is one migu better than the other, different than the other? Gemara says, answer. Literally, here, 
אין שול שעות לפניך. The ox is not slaughtered. It's a mashal for something which you'll see. Hatam, but over there, hare shol shahut lefanecha. Which means, over there... Oh, let, let's take over here first. Over here, nobody's claiming anything to him over here. Okay. The guy's coming forward and offering information on his own. Nobody was him. nobody claimed against him. The guy's coming on his own saying, you know what? Uh, your father used to own this field over here. And then now, uh, he, I, he sold it to me. In this case over here, this is a salad migu. Masha'ekin, in the case of the Mishnah, the husband is coming already and toveya. He's coming to the lady and saying, what? Hey, you're not a bitullah. Now she has to answer. Now she's coming along and saying, oh, no. Now you're going to come along and say, wait, migu. So, according to Yeshua, Yeshua says, first of all, who says she even thought about this Migu? Which means, maybe she never even thought that she had a better claim. You know what about it? She knows all the claims that she could have said. And second of all, maybe she knows there's a better claim. And that's why she's choosing this claim, because she's tricking. Because she knows the, the tricks. She wants to claim a better claim, and they don't believe her. She knows that they're going to give her greater believability in that. So therefore, the Yeshua says, in that case, when they come to claim against her, she has, uh, she has no name. She can hear where it was often. Now we have to understand, what was the mashal that he used? Haresh, Shorosh, Shahot, Tefanecha, and all that. What does that mean? So Nashi. Acha, Baram Nashi, Amdata. Acha, Gabes Sadeh, by the case of the uh, field, in shor shahut lefanecha, the shor is not slaughtered. She ale alev be'alev litboa mishehato, which means if, if if a person has an ox and the ox is still alive, is the guy going to go claim now and say who slaughtered my ox? Mm-hmm. No, no one's claiming that over here. The, the ox is alive, so therefore there's no there's no there's not going to be a claim over here because the, the ox is alive. Nimshal, in this case over here, nobody's claiming to the guy, hey, that's not your field. Mm-hmm. That he has to come and defend himself and say, you know, it is mine. The guy's coming on his own and offering it. Kilomar, im shatakzeh. I mean, if the guy just would have kept quiet, lo hayu lo orerim. Nobody would have contested. Hilkach, ilav de davar pashutu. It must be obvious, shelakahemenu, that he bought it. Lo haya omer lo, shelavichaita. Hilkach, amrina, migu. Aval gabel lo matzala betulin, but here shor shachut nefanecha. This is a case of it where the ox is already slaughtered. That is claims who slaughtered it, which means the guys coming on saying, "Hey, you're not a betula." Shelo matzala em emisitu labo lebetin. Now already that claim causes her now to come to the betin. Now for peace, she shall leashiv tana tova mizu. Even though she has a migu, lo amina migu. The dilma lo aska adata. First of all, who says she even thought of this migu? Ina me erume kam arba. Maybe she's tricking, which means she knows this whole migu sevara. But therefore, she's coming along and saying, "You know, I'll say this." So they believe me because they say, oh, she could have said that. So therefore, the Yeshua says, we don't go to Migu. And there's a difference between the two cases. Comes the Gemara and says, Oh, Vechev and nashim betulot nisot. Now, we have a rule. The majority of girls that get married, we're going to say what are betulot. Kilo atu edim. Even if witnesses don't show up, may have it. 
What's the difference? Which means we have the case in Amishnah. Mm-hmm. The case in Amishnah was what? She comes along and says, listen, when I got married, I was a Betula. He comes up and says, no, you were uh, Almana. Mm-hmm. They're arguing on the Ketubah. 200, 100. So we said, well, if witnesses remember that she went out with her on COVID, or they gave out Kaliyot at the wedding. So the governor is asking, forget about witnesses. You have a, you have a principle there. Rov uh, are Betulot. And we're following the opinion that says that you can be Motsi Mamon Al Pirov. Which is a shitat that says that if a person has a money, uh, this is a monetary claim over What's the claim over here? 200, 100, it's monetary. So therefore, there's a shitat that holds that Motsi Mamon Al Pirov. And therefore, just work, work, work with the rules. Why, why can't you say that? What? Since you got a rov that she was a betula, mm-hmm. the rov should solve our money dilemma and therefore give her the uh, give her the payment. Amar Ravina mishum because the Gemara is like this. Rov nashim betulot neset. No question. Rov nashim betulot. However, umiut almanot. There is a miut that what almanot. So what? We still have a rov. The problem is like this. When a person gets married to a betula, there's a, there's a noise on it. Which means everybody knows about it. Of course, why they see her go out with the Hinnuma, whatever that is. There's a talk, which is, it, it's known. Oh, it's strange. Only uh, nobody knows about it. Which means there's nobody that knows about this over here. Itra'la the rov becomes weakened, which means now already I say the miut al mana side becomes stronger, because normally an al betula everybody knows. Here now we're saying she's coming and saying she's a betula. Anybody know about this? Nobody knows. There's not even two witnesses, but nobody saw her go out with the hair covered. Nobody saw any of these things over there. That's strange. So therefore, even the rov betula, but if you don't have a call. That makes your over ready weak. And therefore, we're going to say... Doesn't play a factor. Doesn't play a factor. So, Gebra says, hold it. I call anisot betula. Yesh la call. I'll go the other way now. If you're telling me that whoever gets married to a betula, there's a call. Ki atu edim mai haveh. Which means when witnesses come, what, 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 what's the difference? Look at Rashi. Ki atu adimai ve keban da azakashi yesh da kol harbe hayu yudim hanaksade shakreninu. Which is must be the witnesses are liars. Which means what? Only two people know about this. Only two people saw her go with her hair uncovered. Only two people saw that they gave out the kaliot at the wedding. Which if you're telling me when a bitula gets married, that this call, people know about it. Now the cat, you have to be suspicious. When these two witnesses show up and say, no, no, we're telling you she's a bitula. He said, well, there's only two people in the world that know this lady's a bitula. So there's a call. So now either we should be hoshesh. Exactly. Now those witnesses, I'll tell you, are shakranim. So it comes up as a So so the logic is like this. You have to have to re, uh, revamp the logic. Rov hanisot betula yesh lakol. So it's not all. The majority of uh, ladies that get married when they're betula, there is a call. Okay, it's not the call. It's rov. Vezu oil ve'en lakol, and this lady, since when she got married, there is no call. Itra la ruba, so therefore the rov got weakened, and therefore she needs edim, and therefore the Mishnah's case is talking about over here. With Davka, we have edim. You cannot rely on what rov. 
Because really, I'll tell you, if there was a rov, there should have been a call. Also, we asked the question, if there's a call, so then witnesses come along and then and they're lying. So no, no, no. Not every lady has a call. The majority of ladies, when they get married, there is a call that goes out. Since already this lady, when she got married, there is no call. So therefore, the rov has become uh, neutralized. That's why you need witnesses. When the witnesses come along, let's say, then already she'll have a ne'emanut. Uh, comes the... Gemaran says, good. Right, which when the witnesses come along, I'll say she's from the mi'ut that don't have a call. Right. There is a mi'ut that don't have a call. Avrov, you have a call. Mi'ut don't have a call. Good. So when the witnesses come along, I'll say, oh, we, uh, we saw it, we know. I'll say, okay, good. So she's from the mi'ut. Right? That, that is what, that we, but if you say everybody has a call, then witnesses are already liars. That as long as it's a mi'ut that don't have a call, yeah. I can give legitimacy to the edim. Comes the Gibran continues. Imyesh edim Right, we said if they saw the witnesses, because she went out with her enuma, uh, whatever that means, we'll wait for the Gibran, mm. or she went out with her hair uncovered. Gibran says, hold it. Veli dilma mafka edim behai bedina, vegavya. Let's worry about double payment. What's going to happen over here? The witnesses are going to go to one Bedin and say, listen, she's a Betula, we saw, we know. Bedin will interrogate them and investigate them and say, you know what? They're right. 200. Now what's the lady going to do? She's going to pull out her Ketubah. She'll go to another Bedin that does know this whole story, and say, uh, listen, you know, my husband uh, divorced me over here, uh, please, Ketubah, uh, Ketubah, uh, uh, it's a bill, she, she, I want to get paid, mm. why don't you now for double payment over here? Right? Witnesses went to one bedin, they said, listen, we know this girl is a betula, how do you know she's a betula? We went to wedding, we saw the, the kaliyot, whatever it is. They, she was. She was, good. But now, she still has a Ketubah on her hand. But what happened with the first case? Now, she went to the court, what happened? In the first case, she said, I lost my ketubah. She tells her, I lost my ketubah, I'm sorry. She gets 200. Now she'll come along and produce a ketubah. In another bit, she'll go to a different, 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 different state. The other bit, knows know what happened. Do they know what happened all over the world? Now the bid is going to say, okay, what's your claim? Listen, I got divorced. Wow. Okay, could you show us your get? She takes out a get, I have a get. Okay, very good. So she is divorced. Uh, uh, did you get paid the uh, money yet? No, I didn't get paid. Well, show us your ketubah. Because she wouldn't be holding a ketubah if she got paid. So take out the ketubah, she's going to show them. So, so they were warning you, I said, now so go to another bid team. And get paid. So the other says, Amar Avabu. So the Avabu answers, Zoto Merit. Zoto Meret, this teaches us what? Kodvim Shovar. That must be you write a Shovar. That you have to write a receipt. Which means you have to say paid in full. So now the husband's holding already a Shovar, paid in full. So therefore, let her go and get to buy to another Bedin. The husband will come to another Bedin and he can say, hey, listen, pay. Here's my receipt. Let's see that now. So, do you write a Shovar or not? So therefore, the Gibran says, from this Gibran, you see what? You must write a Shovar in order to protect the double payment. Comes the Gibran and says, Rappapa Amar, Rappapa says a different answer. Bimkom she'en kotvim askinam. We're talking about a case over here in a place where the custom was not to write a ketubah. Okay, we that about that. And therefore, right, so they would just rely on the law. 
which means when a guy would get married, he would know if she's a bitula, the bitula would enforce the payment of 200, and uh, if it was uh, a 100, 100. So therefore, there's no, there's no hashash over it. Which means she got paid already. What, 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 what do you worry? She called another bitula and do what? She's going to take out the ketubah. There's no ketubah. We're talking about a place over here where the custom was not to write a ketubah. Look at Ashi. Amar. Le'olam en kotvim. Really, I'll tell you, you don't write shuvah. Which means now already a guy makes a shuvah, you're, you're putting him at a disadvantage. Because now he's got to watch the receipt. You have to remember the olden days, there's mice, there's things like this. All of a sudden the mice eats his shuvah. Now that's it, he's out of business. Now he should come along and claim. So therefore it's not fair to tell the guy he has to write a receipt. If he loses his receipt, now what? Now he gets a start? So there's no writing receipts. Which is the normal thing is what would they do? If a guy has a star, let's say you owe me hundred dollars, when he pays him, you give back the star to the guy, he takes it, rips it up. So there's a normal payment. Or no you talk Or he doesn't get anything. Finish. You don't have a shot to get anything. Amish does talk about a case and the customer was what? Not to write a ketubah. So finish. If there's no star, there's no payment. They just rely on the Tekkan of the Beddin. Right? We're not worried about a double payment over because this is no uh, Ketubah over here. There's no Shobah, but you don't need a Shobah. Because you cannot produce a Ketubah. Good? So comes the Gabbara and says, so that's the first way of learning it on our Mishnah. The Ika de Matnila, some have this conversation of Rabbi and the Papa, whether you write a Shobar or whether there's no Ketubah, a Baraita, on the following Braita. Well, what does it say in the Braita? You have a Braita. Ibda Ketubata. You have a lady, she lost a Ketubah. Hitmina Ketubata. Or she hid her Ketubah. And uh, like she cannot uh, find it. Or she hid it. But she says actually, She's claiming 200. And there's no ketubah. The word is lost. Or it's hidden somewhere. All that said ketubah was burnt. Okay, all these cases. And again, he's claiming 200. She's claiming 200. He's claiming 100. So the Gemara says, if they remember witnesses that there was excessive dancing at the wedding, normally at the wedding of a betula, there's greater sabha. There was happiness at the wedding. At the wedding, they remember they took a special course and they would make like a, like a toast, but there was like a certain simha uh, at a wedding of a betula where they would give her a certain course to celebrate the, uh, the marriage of a betula. Mapashim betulin. They used to give her a cloth. This is the cloth that she's going to use later on to show that she was a betula. If you haven't witnessed that, saw any of these ceremonies at the wedding, that's a brighter. So the Gemara asks on this brighter. Same question we ask on the Brighta. Oh good, she got paid now with witnesses. Now maybe she's going to find the Ketubah. And she's going to go to another Betty and get paid again. Same question we asked on the Mishnah. Now we're having this conversation on a Brighta. So Gabbara says, Amar Rababu. So on that Rababu said, Zotomeret. Shobar. So from here you learn what must be they wrote a receipt. 
She's the husband, don't worry. If she comes again with a ketubah, he'll take out his receipt and finish. Rapapa Amar, Pimkom She'en Kodvim Ketubah Askinan. Rapapa says, nah, you know what the case of the writer is talking about? In a case where they didn't write a ketubah. So they didn't write a ketubah, so therefore we're not worried about double paper. She shared nothing, she had no paper. So the Kabbalah says, what are you talking about? Ve'a Ivda Ketubata Ketani. What are you talking? It says in the Brayta, she lost the Ketubah. You tell me, we're in the case of she didn't write a Ketubah. She didn't write a Ketubah. She explicitly says that there was a Ketubah, and she lost it. So the Gemara says, Dechatav la iu, which means we're talking about a case over here, where it was a place where they don't write Ketubah. And this guy wrote a Ketubah. So the Kibbutz says, hold it. So we're back to the same question again. If you wrote her a Ketubah, sof sof, mafkala, she's going to take out the Ketubah, vegavya ba. Which means, uh, you can't tell me there was no Ketubah in this case, because she has Ketubah. So she goes, oh, okay, you're right. He wrote her a Ketubah. Okay, if you wrote her a Ketubah, we're back to square one. If you wrote her a Ketubah, why don't you hoshish? That she's going to take out the Ketubah, find it, and go get uh, paid again. So the Kibbutz says, my ivda. When it says she lost the ketubah, what does it mean she lost it? Ivda be'ur. Which means she lost it in a fire. No, and therefore you're not hoshesh. She can't get it from the fire. It's burnt. So the Kabbalah says, hold it. That was one of the cases. We have ibda on nisrefa. So therefore you cannot tell me ibda is burnt in the fire. That was the case of nisrefa. Ve'od. And furthermore... Hitmina ma'ika lememar. One of the cases was, Hitmina, she hid it. That's not with the fire, she hid it. She had to get to Bashan, take it out, and she will get paid. Furthermore, Vitu, Ivda lamali. Which means, what do you need of Ivda? If you tell me, Nisrif, if tell me Ivda is Nisrifa, so what do you have to tell me uh, Ivda for? Just tell me, Nisrifa. Which means, uh, the way you're answering is not a question. So comes the Gibran says like this. Comes to go around and ask like this. Ela, kol ivda ki hitmina befanenu dame velo yahavinan la. You're right. If she just lost the ketubah, ivda, she lost it, it's as if she hid it. So long as we don't know that it was burnt, she's not getting the ketubah. And therefore the bright is actually speaking out Two scenarios. It's saying like this. If da, if she lost it, it is as if hitmina, like she hid it. And therefore, you cannot get a payment. Because we're worried what? You might take this kid to buy, you'll find it, and you're going to go take it again. Add the amri idim until she can bring idim that what? Nisrefa ketubata. Until they can actually prove that what? The ketubah was burnt. So therefore, the way you have to learn the braita is actually saying two things. Really, it was a place. There was a ketubah. She had a ketubah. Oh, so she had a ketubah. The ketubah said, she's going to get double uh, payment. Because you have witnesses already that saw, they were dancing and all that stuff. So the witnesses are going to get 200 right. bucks. She's going to pull out the ketubah. So the Gibraltar says, you're right. She will not get paid again. You know why? She's going to come to the to the Beitin. We're not going to accept uh, uh, this case to happen, that we're going to let her get paid with Edim. We won't let her get paid with Edim until we know for a fact that the ketubah that she had was burnt. But until you know 
The ketubah was burnt. You're not going to get paid. Because bottom line, there's no safety over here. Which means, we're going to get paid when the scissors are complicated. Now obviously we're talking about over here where they didn't write a receipt. Shobah. We're going with the stars of the Romana Shobah. Look at that she, Ela. Read that she, Ela. Ela hachi ka'amar. This is what the Blaita meant. Kol ivda. Any time she loses the ketubah, we consider it as if she hid it. Therefore, those two cases, if David Mina is really one case, when she lost it, it's like she hid it. And therefore, we're not giving any money. This is what the Brayta meant. If It's not three cases. Amra avad shtar ketubata. If she claims, I lost my ketubah. Harei kemo shitmina ketubata. We look at it as if she what? Hid our ketubah b'fanenu. Kedel lo tzivit ribot pam sheniyah. Right? We see that she has it's sinister. She's hiding the ketubah in order to take it again to get a second payment. Ve'en agovah klum. Ela imken tadiya shtar. Either she'll bring the star, mm-hmm. and then we'll take it from her, therefore we have no problem. Or, okay. So then, which means, if she needs two things. Yeah. Once she brings witnesses that the Keturah got burnt, uh, okay, now, and now we know already we solved that she's not going to get paid twice. Exactly. Now we have to solve how much she's going to get paid. Yeah. Then bring two witnesses that they were dancing at the wedding, yes. and they gave the wine, and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. You understand? You, you, you need two, uh, two items. Two items here. The, the first set of witnesses that saw the Keturah burnt is just to solve the dilemma that she doesn't get paid. double paid. Exactly. Once already she brings the witnesses that she's not going to get double paid. Now I'll bring witnesses that you're a betula, and you'll get the uh, 200. Yeah. But if she can't, bring, if she just comes up and says, "Listen, uh, my ketubah was lost. The ketubah was lost. Uh, we, we, we can't pay yet because we can't help you." Well, but I'm a betula. You see, uh, the witnesses, we can't, we can't pay over. There's no way to tell you ketubah is lost. There's no way to protect because we're not writing the shabbat. So there's no way to protect now. You're not going to come along and uh, get paid twice. Good. So this conversation between. Uh, Rav Papa and Rav Abu. Yes. He write a Shabbat, no Ketubah. Either it was said on our Mishnah or was said on this Blaita. What was the case of uh, our Mishnah again? The case of our Mishnah, we started off today, was a lady that came along and said what? She was a Betula. She wants 200. The husband's coming along and saying, no, 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 when I married you, you are a Almana. Correct? So we said, what, if she has Eidim, what does she have Eidim, that they went and they uh, saw her going out with her uncovered, so that's already enough. So the Kabbalah is, what do you mean, she'll get paid again, she'll take out the Ketubah, so we gave two answers. One answer was, there's a Shobar, there's a receipt, or it's in a place where they do not write Ketubot, okay? Second version, well, the, this whole statement was set on the Braita. The Braita was talking about a case where a lady also, she claimed that thought she was a Betula and all that, and he's coming along and claiming, uh, or she, she, she says she, she lost the Ketubah, or it got burnt and all that stuff over there, mm-hmm. and he's coming along and saying, listen, I'm not uh, paying you over here. So he said, if you have witnesses, witness that she was, uh, uh, that they were dancing at the wedding and all that, give it to her. So the girl, give it to her. She's going to get uh, double paid. 
So the Gemara answered either according to the Shita that says Shovar, or oh, Shovar, I'm not worried. Or I'll say no, there was no Shovar, but the case is talking about where she brought witnesses that the Ketubah was burnt, and therefore when the Ketubah is burnt, you have no, uh, you have no issues. So now the Gemara says, Gemara says like this. Gemara says like this. Man dematni la abaraita, the opinion that has this conversation, this back and forth on the braita called shekena matnitin, or the more so, this conversation this is applicable to the mishnah. Uman dematni la abaraitin, but the one that has this give and take on the mishnah aval abaraita lo kikushia, like our question. What is this saying, Rashi? Rashi. Man dematnila lidrabi abhu verabapa abaraita koshikena matniti. All the more so they'll say the same uh, answers on the Mishnah. Meaning, Rashi. The kevan de abaraita diktani behedya ibda ketubata gavya. What does the abaraita say? If she lost her ketuba, she gets paid. Let's be literal in the abaraita. The language of the abaraita was what? If she lost the ketubah, mm-hmm. she gets paid. Now we answered. It means that what? That it got burnt. That's the only way she's going to get paid. That way we had to give answers. But if you read literally in the Braita, it said if she lost the ketubah, she gets paid. Now, and that Papa came along and said, No, she's not going to get paid. It's two different cases. Mm-hmm. Which means, really, we don't write a shovar. And he came along with Dohak. And he had to explain, there's no shovar, there's no shovar. But it says, if that, she gets paid. No. If that, you don't get paid. Nisrefa, you do get paid. She a Papa to make a tremendous Dohak. Because he old, there's no Shabbat. Yeah. So he has to now read into the Bible because the Bible said, if she loses a ketubah, she gets paid. What do you mean? If she loses a ketubah, she'll, 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 she'll produce it again, she'll give it. So no, no, no. If that, she won't get paid because there's no Shabbat. No. But this Nefa, yeah. So if Rapapa explained this on the Bible, because she can explain on the Mishnah. Which means, in the Mishnah it was easy to say it. In the Mishnah I can just tell you it's a place where what? We're not writing a Ketubah. Uh, uh, that, that, that's the way you explained the, in the Mishnah. Correct? And therefore the Gemara's question was, what do you mean in the Mishnah? Maybe you're going to have a, a double payment. So either according to Rapapa, what was Rapapa's answer? Rapapa came along and said... And therefore, if they don't write a ketubah, I'm not worried about a double payment. In the Braita, Papa came along and said that what? We're talking about we have a ketubah. And what do you say? Ah, if we have a ketubah, we're worried about the, uh, the payment, right? So he said, uh, no, it's talking about where it got burnt. So if it got burnt, we're not worried about any uh, any problems because you cannot get a uh, double payment. Oh, but it says she gets paid even if it's avda. No, I'll say the case of avda means that avda is like she hid it and therefore she's not going to get paid. So if the papa went out on a limb 
to explain this Braita, so I want to have a question. Certainly, you can explain the Mishnah, the Shitato. Because the Mishnah didn't say anything. The Mishnah said that she's claiming this, he's claiming this. So the old Gemara said, double payment. So the Papa says, there's no Ketubah. However, next Rashi, Uman de Matni Plutad de Papa Vrabi, Amatnitin, Avala Braita, Lo. Matnitin le Matni le Devadai Shemin and Minit de Chodvim Shobar. Which means, on, on the case of the Braita, I'll tell you for sure you have to say, you wrote a Shobar. You wrote a receipt. The Papa cannot be talking. Because you know why you have to say you wrote a receipt? Kikushan, Rashi. Tektani Evda Ketubata. Right? She says she lost the Ketubah. So now you have to start saying, she lost the Ketubah, but it means that uh, she lost the she's not going to get paid. Uh, it's not mashpah, I guess. Mashpah, she lost the ketubah, it burnt, she hit it. In all those cases, she gets paid. And therefore, it's mashpah what? Mm-hmm. Shubar, that they write a receipt. So therefore, I understand if you, want, if you say it on the bright, if you will need to go out on the limb, and say the bright that you don't write a receipt. So then, Koshik, and you can say they didn't write a receipt in the Mishnah. But if you're going to say they didn't write a receipt in the Mishnah, no. does not necessarily mean you're going to go out on a limb and say they didn't write a receipt in the Braita. Because in the Braita is already a Dohat, which means it's Mashma and the Braita for sure they did write a receipt. And that's why when she loses the Ketubah, so what? If da, pay her. You know why? Because he has a receipt. Yeah, sure. She hit it, pay her. So long as she can bring witnesses that she's a bit I'm not worried. In the Braita, it's more Mr. to say, let's say it like this. Say it like this. Say it clearer. We have a mahloka. Do you write a receipt or not? Yeah? The papa holds, you write a receipt. Rababu is the one that said, and Kodim Shobar. But the papa argues on it. No, no, you write, uh, you write receipts. Okay, good. In which case, the Mishnah or the Braita, is it more Mr. to say you wrote a receipt? Well, let's give the cases. You have the case of Amishnah. Amishnah came along and said, What? She's claiming, listen, I'm a betula uh, when I got married. He comes along and says, No, 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 you weren't a betula, you were a, uh, you're an almana. Okay. Where's the ketubah? Well, we don't have a uh, ketubah. That's where the papa answered. We're relying on the, just betim, we'll get the payments over there, beautiful. So the Gibraltar says, oh, if that's the case, what about the, the double payments over here? What's going to happen? She's going to come along now and she's going to ask uh, for, uh, for, 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 uh, for the second payment. I'm not concerned. Oh, I'm not concerned because she doesn't have a ketubah. They don't matter. They don't write a ketubah, so what is she going to produce? What is she going to take out of her pocket? She doesn't have no, uh, no document. She doesn't have a document, she's going to get paid twice. Yes? Rebbe, who came along and answered? No. We'll solve this dilemma. You know what we'll solve? It's talking about, they wrote a shobar. You write a shobar, receipt. Let her have a ketubah. Big deal. She has a ketubah in her hand. She'll come along to the bed. You know, I didn't get paid. The guy will take out his receipt. Done. No problem. So those are the two answers, how to answer our... Mishnah. Good? Both answers are battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We brought a Braita. The Braita was a little different than the Mishnah. The Braita said, obviously she has a Ketubah. Because we have the case, she lost it. She hit it. She hit it. Fine. Burnt. So the Kibbutz, oh, 
Now you cannot already tell me that it's a place where they don't write a ketubah. Well, the Gemara as well. It is. It is a place where they don't write a ketubah. But he wrote a ketubah. Okay. So that Papa doesn't say it's a place where they don't write, but she wrote it. He wrote it. Good. He wrote it. So now you should be concerned double payment. I'm not worried about double payment in this case either. You know why? It burnt. Burnt. So how should we get paid? It burnt. Well, so that's only one of the three cases. The other case says what? She lost it. In the case of she lost it, what are you going to do uh, in that case over there? So the Gemara said another. Really, when it says lost it, lost it's the case where she doesn't get paid. Meaning when it says she lost it, she should look up to Betin. Betin is going to ask her first question. Uh, what happened to Ketubah? She's going to say, uh, I don't know where it is. Oh, you don't know where it is? Sorry, case dismissed. We, 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 cannot, uh, we cannot pay anything. But I have with the Betulah. Not interested. Why? Uh, because um, you, you, you lost it. Oh, but I have witnesses that it burnt. Oh, you have witnesses that it burnt? Oh, now we'll talk to you. Which means he had to learn the papa, this case. He had to break up the blighter. Because the blighter was mashma. Ibda, Hitmina, Nisnefa. It's all one case. He got it, split it. Ibda is like Hitmina. And therefore, no, no payment. Nisnefa, uh, yeah. That's really a dohak. So therefore, the Gibbara is saying. If you're going to go out in the limb, the papa, you want to say the case is really why they don't write Shobas. That's the papa, you don't write Shobas, but it's a case for the place where you don't write Ketubas. Okay? And in this case, the guy wrote a Ketubah, there's no Shobah, and I'm going to explain uh, the bright that split it up. If you're going to say it over there, certainly you can say it in the Mishnah where there's no Doha. In the case of the Mishnah, it's a regular, but if you're going to just say it on the Mishnah, you're not going to come along and say it on the really, uh, When it comes to the Braita, I'll come along and say, you know what? The reason why the Braita, the Mishnah, the Braita said, Ivda, Hitmina, Nisifa, why she gets paid, because she wrote a Shobah. Which means, it's very easy. If you hold that you wrote a Shobah, the Braita reads, reads very nicely. Even if she lost the Ketubah, Betty will say, pay her. You know what? She's got, the guy's got a receipt. It's much easier to say in the Braita that there's a receipt written because the bright there is good lost it hit it burned so what in all the cases she should get paid because bottom line the guy's got a receipt yeah. but if you want to go out in the limbra papa and say even in the bright there's no receipt and you have to learn how the bright is talking where only when it burns she gets paid but when it gets lost no. so certainly it's easy to say there was no receipt in the Mishnah but if you're only learning it on the Mishnah you have no proof to say it on the Braita. That's what it was. Man de Mati, the opinion that puts this conversation of the Papa into Mishnah, it's not necessarily on the Braita. But if he's willing to say it on the Braita, where it's Doak, we have these questions, certainly you'll say it on the Mishnah.